All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is July 27th, 2023 and week 234. If, you, if you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, I'm sure you know the drill by now. Welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Uh, we have an early comment from David. Everyone, hope you're having a great day in the Lord for it has seen us through another day. Thank you, my Lord Jesus. And that is definitely true. We made the wake up list. So praise the Lord to YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, as you can see from the title, I believe this is our shortest title ever. And it, it just, just says, ask. That's what one place it says, make your requests known. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer before we get right. Heavenly Father, we thank you first and foremost, Lord, for your many blessings, Lord, for continuing to help us, for continuing to be there with us, Lord, for continuing to uh, open our eyes, open our ears, open our understanding, Lord. We thank you for how you continue to provide for us, how you continue to love to shelter us, Lord, how you continue to make ways out of no ways. Lord, we could, the list goes on and on. We could say so much about you, Lord, but if nothing else, we just want to say thanks. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight. We're praying that your word would go forth, that you would increase and only you would decrease. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So the shortest title we probably ever had ask. Um, I didn't plan that to be the shortest title, but uh, that's just how it worked out, I guess. Um, so we're talking about asking tonight. This is joy in the midst of the storm, a broadcast, a program, a platform where we, we bring the word of God to you, but now the word of God is about hope. The word of God is about uh, deliverance. The word of God is about uh, everything that we really need in life. And so is I, I've, I've tried to restructure the way I do Bible studies because I want to make sure that people are understanding uh, the things that are talked about. Now, I, I, I understand that I can't make someone understand and do the very best I can in the way that I present things, um, in the way uh, that I, I try to take my time. Now, sometimes I get ahead of myself and start moving kind of fast. But uh, if nothing else, I want you guys to get an understanding it takes God to open your understanding. And so I try to do my part. And so I'm asking that you would do your part. Uh, it takes us to listen. Every Bible study that I get into uh, is not the time for me to play with uh, the kids. It's not the time for me to play with 
my phone. It's not the time for me to check all my text messages. It's not the time for me to figure out uh, what what so-and-so is doing with their spare time. It's time for me to hear something from God. It's time for me to get closer to him. It's time for me to grow. And so I take those things and I have seen how God has blessed me as a result. And so I want to encourage you, whenever you're in a Bible study, not just mine, I mean any Bible study, anytime you're listening to the word of God, anytime you sit down to read, anytime you uh, pray, to challenge yourself to focus on what's in that moment, on the thing that you're trying to accomplish. There is no point of us being in a Bible study. There's no point of us praying. There's no point of us doing anything and not getting the real benefit from it. You know, people go to school. Uh, People go to school, um, go to elementary, junior high, high school. um, And there's no point of us going to school all of those years to end school and we still can't spell our name. You know, we we still can't count from, from zero to 10. I ought to get out of, you know, the things that I spend my time doing. And so out of everything I do in life, I want the benefit from it. I don't want to waste my time. If I want to waste my time, I'll watch a TV show. But when it comes to something that uh, we get a real benefit from, I want everything I can get from it. And so I just want to encourage you guys that. Uh, Whenever you're in any Bible study, like I said, not mine only, uh, whenever you're reading a word, try to get the most you can out of it. Try to maximize your time because you will reap the benefit. Now, that's not for me. I'm saying this for you to get those benefits because I can't make somebody focus. I can't make you pay attention. I can stand in front of you and talk all day. Like I've been in classes before where the teacher will try to talk information, tell students why it's important that they receive whatever information. And that student still doesn't want to hear it. And so somebody out there might be that way. And there's nothing I can do about that other than plead with you and, and beg. But uh, for those of us who uh, grow more and more in God, Uh, We must focus. We must focus. We must get rid of the distraction. So we're going to talk about some things tonight. I um, God laid this on my heart because I see how God's people were struggling a lot of times because we don't ask. And now somebody might say, well, I do ask. I've asked God before for things. I've asked this person for things. I've asked that person. But all too, we don't ask enough. Sometimes we're not even asking the right questions altogether. But God has continually shown me, um, and it seems like he's showing me this more and more day by day. He's continually shown me the importance of questions. I don't just mean in a Bible study. Yes, in a Bible study. Yes, outside of a Bible study. See, we've got to take the word of God serious. You know, I've I've heard many people talk about how they want to learn who God is. They want to know the true God, the one true 
what he believes, what he teaches, who he, you know. And the only way to do that is start asking some questions. We've got to be willing to ask the things that we say uh, is the tough questions, the hard questions. We've got to be willing to ask. We've got to be willing to ask. Something I'm continually seeing, and like I said, it seems like God is showing me this more and more every day. See, we're struggling because of the lack of knowledge. But instead of us seeking to get that knowledge, instead of us asking more, we settle for what we know already. We settle. We think that uh, some, sometimes I've seen people, it seems like we're afraid to learn something new. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why uh, accredited to the devil, but I, I don't know why we would be so afraid of knowledge. Knowledge helps us. It, it gets you in a better position in life. We all want to be in a better position in life. I know every single problem we have right now, we all want to become that problem. And it's going to take us some knowledge. It's going to take us knowledge. But in order to receive it, we've got to be willing to ask for it. See, sometimes we're rejected. And because we're rejected, we give up. Because we seem to have asked one time, maybe two or three times, we give up. You know, I, I see uh, <laughs> Jesus told us, he said, except ye be converted and come as a little child, this little child. You know, that's true in every phase of life. There are some characteristics of children that are so crucial for survival. See, if you have a child and this child really wants something, I, I was at, uh, I was out one time. Uh, I was next to, I was standing outside of a store and I was next to an ice cream store, an ice cream shop, and a, a really young child, uh, maybe, maybe five years old or so, five, six years old, maybe. This child cream. And, and of course, of course, this child has seen this store before because they didn't go inside. The child already knew what it was. This child knew what was going on. And so the mother was not trying to go in this ice cream shop. She was trying to go to the store. But this child continued to act like ice cream, ice cream. The child continued to say it. The child, this mother knew what this child wanted. This child continued to ask. See, these are the things that we must be willing to do. Now, I'm not telling you to ask the same way this child does. You keep saying ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, whatever you want. So I'm not telling you to do that. But I am telling you there has to be a level of commitment. There has to be a level of being willing to overcome rejection. See, we got to not be afraid of rejection in life. See, these are life skills. Pe people, you know, I, I thank God for the questions that have been asked of me because uh, when I was asked on however many occasions, 
do these scriptures have to do with real life? Look, we can see these scriptures in real life every day. See, if you're willing to commit yourself and ask time and time again, see, sometimes we're rejected by a certain person. And you know what? We don't need to ask that person again, but maybe there's somebody else we do need to ask that same question. See, sometimes we get rejected and we give up on that thing that we're asking about. See, you have uh, children. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. You have children grows up in a household where they have their mother and father. You know, if they're blessed to have both parents in their household, this child grows and this child becomes wise, Melvin. This child becomes wise. They start to learn. Mono might say no. Thought. He might say yes. Or you could have grew up in one of those households where daddy might, he might say no. But mama was soft. She was more lenient. She, she would give that child what this child wants. She, could, she can't stand to see her baby cry. She don't want to see all on the ground. And so you have children who grow up. They begin to learn who they can go to to get what they want. One parent will reject, but the other parent, they know if I can just get them by themselves. <laughs> In a situation where the other parent is not around and they won't be able to dispute the question. They won't be able to shut the question down. I know I can get my way. <laughs> you talk about a child. Children are smart. Children are smart. They figure this out. See, life will teach you some things. And so I said that to say this. There are things that we're seeking for in life. I mean, natural things. We've got to be willing to overcome the rejection. We've got to get discouraged. You can't become discouraged every time somebody says no. You know, I was, I thank God for the things he allows me to see. I, I was, uh, some time ago, I was talking with a company about some business matters and I just began to ask questions. See, I, I'm a person I want to know. I'm going to ask some questions. And so I began to ask questions. And you know, when you ask questions, you stumble upon some information you didn't even know exists. See, the Bible tells us he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask. We can even ask him. He can do more. He can give us more information than we even ask for. He can do more than we can even think about. I began to ask him to a person uh, working for this company. Just asking questions, God began to bless. See, I'm trying to talk to you about this because there are blessings on the table for you. God is already for you. But because we're too afraid to ask, we just aren't receiving. There's a saying. Now, it's not verbatim scripture, but it's a true saying. It says, closed mouth. Closed mouths don't get fed. 
began asking questions and the person began to tell me, they said, hey, it's a company policy. See, I ran into something that I didn't even know existed. All because I began asking some questions. See, I'm, I'm trying to tell you the blessings of God. I'm trying to show of God. The lady began to tell me, she said, oh, we have a policy that if the customer does not ask, they will not find out about this bonus. See, they don't broadcast this. They don't put it out on social media. They don't tell people about this. But began to inquire. They said, well, now that you mentioned this, there's a bonus that you can receive. There are things that can be waived for you. There, there's grants. There's all types of things, all types of money out there that you can receive. See, I'm trying to tell you something tonight. I'm trying to show you the importance of not being so afraid and asking questions. Not being afraid of being rejected because, well, that person rejected me and this person. How long are you going to focus on the rejection? The rejection that somebody gave to you. How long are you going to be caught up with that? See, God has somebody out there that will not reject you. He has something out there specifically for you. Pick us up, Melvin, in Matthew 7 and 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. My God. Read that again for us, Melvin. Ask, and it shall be given you. Mm-hmm. Seek, and ye shall find. Mm-hmm. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. See, I, well, somebody's going to say, well, he's talking about spiritual things. He is. But brother and sister, I'm trying to tell you. I just gave you an example of something that happened to me. I'm not talking to you about stuff that I've heard from so-and-so or this person or that person 15 years. I'm telling you things I've received in this lifetime. If you would be willing to ask, try to learn things. We can't be afraid to learn. You can't be afraid. Look, we might be afraid, but I'm saying we should open. Bible tells me fear is is nothing but torment. Fear is holding us back. Fear is stopping us from receiving what we could be receiving, all because we're afraid. We're too afraid to ask. We're afraid to learn and ask some questions. We're asking questions about the wrong things. We're asking questions about the wrong things. If we hear some gossip going on around town, we'll pick up the phone dial our friend's phone number and we'll start asking questions about that junk. It's some junk now, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Who's dating who? What, this person had this affair. We're, we're asking questions about this stuff. But the things that will help us, we're not asking questions about. See, it's time for the people of God to wake up. It's time for the people of God to be wants to bless you. He told us, he said, ask. Now, this is Jesus talking. This isn't Tony. I didn't write this. I'm I'm not smart enough to write this. (laughs) I'm not smart enough to come up with this type of thing. But God, 
past and it shall be. Future tense. Look, I don't know how long it's going to be from the moment you ask before God begins to bless. I don't know. And I'm not here to tell you that God's going to give you ask for. I'm not telling you that either. But there are some things he is going to give us. It just might take some time. Listening to my pastor talk recently. We know of the woman with the issue of blood. Had it for many years. I believe it was 12. Many years. But she kept asking. See, God is going to reward my God. He said he is a rewarder to those that diligently ask. He's a rewarder. If you would diligently seek him, if you would coming before his throne of grace, he knows my God. He told us he knows. Jesus told us. He said, your heavenly father already knows what you have need of. But that shouldn't stop you from asking. He knows what we have. There are some things we absolutely need. Look, I've been in situations like that before. There's some things I might have needed. And I say, you know what? I'm not asking now. <laughs> I've been in situations like this, but I've had to learn. God told me, look, you got to be willing to ask. You can't allow your pride. You can't allow whatever it is. You're, that's holding you back, the fear of rejection, pride, whatever it is, the fear of, of, of feeling uh, like somebody, like you're dependent. You are dependent. As the, we need help sometimes. So look, we've got to be willing to ask. We've got to be willing to ask. I'm seeing God's people continually struggle Continually, because we're not we're not seeking and asking questions enough. We might ask one person, but because that person doesn't know, or because that person didn't give us what we were looking for, we give up too soon. But Jesus, he had the woman with the issue of blood. Written in scripture, God had that written in scripture to let us know you can't give up. That's what this program is about not giving up. Look, people are sick, and I sickness someone has. We must continue to pray and ask God on their behalf. Now, if He says no, that's fine, but you better believe. We need to ask. You can't say, well, because they weren't healed or because I haven't been healed and it's been five years. Look how many stories in the Bible. People continue to ask. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And God, he, he answered their prayer. He asked because they continue to ask. See, I, I listened, uh, I was listening to my pastor just yesterday, and the Bible study wasn't specifically about this, but he mentioned it. And I felt it was important 
talk about this, but and even seeing the things that have happened to me, just seeing how God is continually blessing because I'm asking questions. See, I want to encourage you guys ask questions about things that will help you. Ask questions. I'm not just talking about in Bible study. Look, I want you to ask questions in Bible study. You need to. But I mean, in every phase of life, there are things we don't know and we're not even trying to know. Christ for it every day. I, I talked to a man not long ago and his, um, uh, his parents died. And they were set up uh, for, I think it's called a timeshare, uh, but it's a, it's a, a, a scheme to get over on someone. You know, people get these things when they're young um, and they pretty much they're, uh, from my understanding of it, they're renting uh, kind of a room or a vacation spot. Um, but they're doing it so far in advance and you, you, you sign up for it and years and years and years pass by and you're still paying for it. See, these were elderly people. They weren't going, these people weren't taking just 15 hour drives away. But you know what? They continue to pay for it. See, there are people out there who are looking to take advantage of you. They're looking to take advantage of the elderly. They're looking to take advantage of children. Advantage of anybody. Anybody. Who will not ask. Hold on now. What are you doing? What's going on here? I I, I heard another story. I was talking to another guy and he began to tell me about his friend and um, how they had just a bus. They were traveling to another city and just got off. I believe it was a Greyhound bus. And as soon as they got off, uh, his friend was approached by a con artist. Now, he didn't know it. But somehow this man comes up to him and tells him, hey, man, in a bag full of money. A bag full of money. And he took the man all the way across the street, walked with him. In some kind of way, the man took every dime he had. See, people are looking to get over on you. Look, if somebody tells me, hey, I seen a bag full of money, show it to you. Look, I'm asking, look, why won't you take it then? <laughs> if you've seen it, why won't you just go and pick it up? What are you telling me about that for? See, we've got to start inquiring. We've got to start asking some questions because if you don't, see, the devil wants you to stay ignorant. Stay in the, in the state of not knowing. See, you can get over on somebody when they don't know. Isn't that what Jesus told us? He said, look, if the good men of the house, if they knew when the thief was coming, if the homeowner, if they knew when that thief was going to show up, steal their car. See, they'd be out there waiting. They'd have the cops out there waiting for them. But when you don't know something, People will manipulate you. People will get over on you. And so we've got to be proactively asking for 
So Jesus is showing us the importance of asking. Read for us, Mel. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. Mm-hmm. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Another place with whatever door he opens, no man can shut it. See, God wants to give you something that no one can take away from you. No one. But we have to be willing to ask for it. Be willing to endure some things. Look, there's going to be some struggle. There's going to be some disappointments along the way. My God, you know, the Bible tells us it rains on the just and the unjust. People who are doing right, not doing right. God blesses both of those people. He will give them some things they ask for. That's what he's telling. Look, God even gives the devil some things he asks for. You heard that right. God will give the devil some things he asks for. The story of the legion. Think about it. How the devil asked him. Look, Jesus was there. They began to ask him, look, are you coming to torment us before the time they start saying all of this stuff? And then they asked him, well, look, if you're going to send us out, send us into the swine. We want to go into the pigs. And you know what Jesus did? He granted them that request. He allowed it to happen. See, if God, now I'm not telling you God's answering all. I'm not trying to make that, uh, make that point to you. But I am showing you, if God will listen to some things that the devil says, and we know the devil isn't doing right, how much more will God be willing to do some things that you ask? But it's to ask. And it's going to take you to do what he says. See, I've learned, I'm continuing to see, the more I do what God tells me, the more I line up with his word. He said, if my word abide in you, he said, and if, or he said, ask what you will. What you, but we have to be lining up with God's word. See, we can't come in here and not do what God says, and think we can ask for anything. See, what's going to change is our requests are going to I'm not running around. See, when you talk to guys, guys are something else. (laughs) Guys are, the devil is leading a lot of guys. I'll just say it that way. See, when you talk to some guys out here, they'll begin to ask you, They'll start wanting you to talk about women and how you can get two and three and four and five and ten women. See, I'm not asking for that, though. See, God has already let me know you need to be married to one spouse. Man needs to be married to one wife. Needs to be married to one hood. This is what God already has taught me through the word. So I'm not going to go out here and ask, Lord, give me another wife. See, I'm not going to ask for that. See, once the word has become a part of you, you begin to ask things that are according to God's will. We ask. 
It has to be, Lord, if it's according to your will. According to his will. And so once we get to this place where we're beginning to trust God, I've been saying it a lot recently. Once you start trusting him, look, you can ask him for things. He'll begin to bless you. He'll begin to open doors for you. You didn't even know he was about to open. We see it happen on cartoons all the time, especially a show like Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Things appear out of thin air, out of nowhere, every time. (laughs) Every time one of them is trapped, somehow a way to escape is made. This is what God promised you. He promised to make a way for He promised. But do you trust him to try this? Are you willing to dedicate yourself day after day? See, a lot of people are going to give up on this. A lot of people are going to give up. Because when things get tough, that's when we give up. When things get tough, we give up. Look, we can go to church. We can go to church. And if it's too hot in there, we, we just might give up. We might walk through the door and say, oh, no, it's way too hot in here. I'm out. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do it. Look, even before we get to church, I know I've did it before. I've did this before myself. Look, you, you make a decision. You say, oh, I'm going to church today. I'm going to Bible study, whatever it is. And you didn't know it was raining until you. <laughs> and once you see that, you say, well, I might just wait till the next time. <laughs> My God, help us. See, I've learned I can't do that anymore. It only took me one good time for God to correct me. I can't live that way. I can't. Because if I have to get to work, if I have to get to school, if I have to get to a meeting, if I have to, if I have to get to anything important, anything, the rain is not going to stop my God. If, if I have to get to the football game, championship game, the playoff game, that rain will not stop us. You see people out at these sporting events, no shirt, it's snowing outside. You talk about dedication. (laughs) I don't know if it's dedication or foolishness. I think it's a little bit of both. I think both. Because if I'm at least going to be at the games, Melvin, I'm at least having a jacket on. (laughs) You won't catch me out there with no shirt on. And it's snowing. And they're out doing snow angels. (laughs) So we've got to be willing to ask reading here, Melvin, um, because Jesus is going to try to emphasize this point a little bit more. Let's see what he says. Or what man is there of you whom, if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Now, any person who loves them and their child is hungry and they ask for some bread, they ask you for a sandwich. He said, are you going to give them a stone? Do when our children are hungry, do we turn around and say, here, take this toy? And they're hungry. A good parent or a good parent 
they won't do this to their child. They're not going to allow their child to continue to go in need. See, this is the God that we're serving. He knows. That's what he told us. I think it was actually in Matthew. See the Matthew or Luke. He said, your heavenly father knows. You just might need to ask him. And you need to be patient and wait on him, having faith, believing. See, sometimes when people ask questions, they don't even believe. Sometimes people ask things. Look, I've had people ask certain questions. They weren't serious about those questions they asked. They were doing it just to stir up strife, to stir up a debate, to stir up an argument. But see, if you would ask in faith, believing that God is going to intervene, if you would ask him hope, trusting him, Watch how he provides. See, I'm confident in this because I've seen God do it for me too much for me not to believe this. See, I can't go back to unbelief. Told me too much. I feel as Paul, he said he's persuaded that there's nothing that can separate us from believing in God, from having faith in God, from the love of God. There's nothing. He's shown us too much. Just think back over your life, what God has did for you. Just this year. Don't even think about the past year. I mean, just this year. There's praise reports we can give God right now. Some things we even forgot about for a while. Look at what type of God we're serving. Somebody said, who wouldn't serve a God like this? There are things that we've forgotten about. And they happened just this year. Ways that God has spared us. There are people who, my Lord, people who have went to the hospital thinking they're about to die, thinking, look, this might be it. People who've had sickness, God spared them. People who've been hungry, God spared them. Look, people who've been in accident, near accident, all types of things, and God has spared us. My Lord, why would we give up our faith in him? Why would we lose faith? My God, let's cast not away. He said, don't get rid of your confidence just because you've asked God a couple of times and it didn't happen. He said, don't lose. Look, we we need to get that. I want to get that mail. That is real quick. Hebrews 10 and 35. My God, Lord, I thank you. I thank God for his word. My God, I thank him for his word. This, these words will save you. There's so many people without hope. So many people lost. So many people searching for answers. Look, we're doing all kinds of stuff searching for answers. We're doing all kinds of stuff searching for answers. All kinds. Pick us up, Melvin, in Hebrews 10 and 35. And I actually just realized I don't think we're running off of all of our. Oh, yeah, we are. We are. Okay, I think we're good. Okay. Uh, Hebrews Hebrews 10 and 35. Okay. No way, therefore, your confidence, 
which hath great recompense of reward. Mm-hmm. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Lord, I, I pray we would understand these two scriptures. He said, don't lose confidence in God. See, sometimes when things, when things don't go the way we hope, we lose confidence. Look, if, if a person lies to you, I know I've been this way. Look, if a person lies to me, tries to get over on me, whatever it is, look, I'm losing confidence. But now, God, there's no unrighteousness in him. There's no, no guile was found in his mouth. When it comes to him, he said, look, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. I know we might have asked God to help us through some things. I know it's some things we might be struggling with tonight. Some things we've asked God to help us with time and time again. He said, whatever you do, do not cast away your confidence. Don't lose the faith. Don't, don't start believing, maybe I just can't get better. Not for me. He said, don't do that. You just need to have more patience. You just need to wait a little bit longer. I mentioned earlier the woman that had the issue of blood, 12 years. See, whatever problem we have right now, years yet. Has it been 12 years? You might say, I've had this problem. Yes, I've had this problem my whole life. But at what moment did you recognize it and say, I want to get over this? God, help me to get over this. Has it been 12 moment when you start asking God? See, you can find people it has been 30 years plus. See, all these things were written, the Bible says, for our learning. So I'm, I'm, I'm bringing these things up because I don't want you to lose hope. I don't want you to lose the faith and think just because you prayed a few times and asked God to help you overcome something, that sickness, the problems going on in our minds, the trauma that we've been dealing with, whatever problem it is. I don't want you to lose confidence. He said, for ye have need of patience. Look, after you ask God, have some patience. Have some faith in him. Believing he's a reward to those that seek him. I'm trying to encourage somebody out there to ask. Ask God for things. Make sure it's according to his word now. I'm challenging you to ask not just God, make asking questions a part of your everyday. Look, we have phones, we have technology. And you know, there are things we don't know and we won't go and ask. All we have to do, all we have to do is go and ask Google, go and ask Safari, whatever browser you use, Bing, it doesn't matter, whatever browser you use, do is go and ask. The same way we go and ask how many points did LeBron James have last night? See, we're at, we'll ask these questions. We'll ask, how many homes does Beyonce have? Where does Beyonce live? See, we'll, we'll ask certain questions like that, but the help us get to the next level. 
were not willing to ask. See, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you would begin to ask the right questions. Before I get out of here, Melvin, run over to the book of James, chapter four, because I, I you. we're in the situation we're in a lot of times because we don't ask. And we're going to make every excuse Jesus told us in one place at one consent. They all began to make excuse. See, I know an excuse when I hear one. I know because I've made many of them in my life. I've made many. But now I must move beyond the excuses and I've got to make it happen. Got to figure it out. I've got to ask God, how can this thing work? What must I do? That's what they asked. And what must I do to inherit eternal life? That man came and asked to know. See, if you are willing to know, God will reveal it to you. But you got to want to know. Pick us up, Melvin, verse two. Ye lust and have not. We want something. Don't have it. Mm-hmm. Ye kill and. We know people are doing this. They're trying to take everything somebody had. They're out stealing and still don't end up with nothing. You'll see people go and kill somebody, go and rob somebody. And don't have it. I just seen this. I recently seen this. And had killed a guy, took his car. See, the devil will use you and have you lost. I'm, I'm pleading with people out here, the young people, the old people, whoever. The devil will use you and have you lost. This man killed somebody, took, has a dead body riding in the trunk. And here he is riding down the road. In a 55 going over 70 miles an hour. See, look at how the devil will confuse you. I mean, if a person is in their right mind, they would be trying their best to lose if they were trying to get away with what they did. But the devil has people, but they're just lost as they want to be. You're not in your right mind. The devil wants to use you. I'm watching how the devil used this young man. Attention to himself, even when it didn't have to be there. But the devil was using him. The devil will use you up and move right on to the next person. See, God has better for us than living life. God has better. We just have to be willing to ask him. Somebody ought to ask God for a better life. God, there has to be a better way. I want to be in a better position to serve you better. There has to be something I'm doing wrong here. Continuing to make the same mistake. There has to be something. Look, it's time for us to ask. It's time for us to ask. Read for us, man. Again, ye lust and have not. Mm -hmm. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Mm-hmm. You fight and war. You have not because you ask not. My God. He said, all you have to do is ask for certain things and be willing to wait. See, some people ask, and because they don't receive it today, they say, well, I'll just go out and take it then. See, we're willing to ask 
And then sometimes some of us were not willing to wait. Read, read the next one for us, man. He asked and, ha- and received not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. And then we have the group of people who are asking for things for their own selfish reasons. Lord, give me three or four wives. You're asking for the wrong things. Lord, I want a million dollars so I can give me a big house. <laughs> We're asking for the wrong thing. We're trying to up for ourselves. That's what got the rich man in trouble. Asking for the wrong things so we can consume it all for self. It's not about someone else. See, God wants us to look out for one another. He wants us to help somebody. He's willing to help us. We're willing to help somebody. God bless you guys. I hope and pray you guys will begin to ask. Ask questions. Look, a parent doesn't know what's good. If a parent doesn't know what's going on at their child's school, look, go out and ask questions. Why is my child struggling? Ask your child, what's going on? Are you having a hard time in class? Why did your grades fall? You've got to start asking questions. Look, if you get pulled over, look, you got to write, officer, what's going on? <laughs> ask some questions. Don't try to get smart now. I'm not telling you to do that. In every phase, we need to be willing to ask questions. Look, if you go to the fast food restaurant, ask some questions. I know they get mad at you in the drive through <laughs> I've asked questions before. Look, can I get some ketchup? Look, they get mad. Look, I understand, but look, I still got that ketchup. <laughs> Asking questions will get you things that you're looking for in life. So what? Somebody gets mad at you. Because you asked for a pack of ketchup, because you asked for some napkins. So what? If you need these things, it's better for you to ask. And, and make a way. Bless these people. When people get mad at you for asking a question, look, bless them. Say, may God bless you. I hope you have a good day. After they give you your ketchup and your and your paper time. <laughs> may God bless you. <laughs> At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands. All right. Good message as always. But yeah, I, I do pray that we understand the importance of asking questions and also the importance of answering them. I remember um, a while ago we had a Bible study and then we went offline and then we realized that we missed somebody's question. We had already been an hour and a half, and then we noticed we missed this person's question, and then we got back online for about another two hours just answering questions. Um, And I'm sure we wouldn't mind doing that today, you know, as long as someone has questions, um, they are, you know, important and they need to be asked. As I always say, don't be afraid to ask your questions. I mean, so somebody else may be afraid, somebody else may have that same question. And it could be really important. Like, how how do you get baptized? What's the correct way to get baptized? I believe that was the first question that we had when we came back online that day some years ago. So I always encourage, we always encourage you to ask your questions. And it's just, uh, Tony just made a few points that I wanted to uh, expound on. Um, He said that we knew who to go to. No, we knew what parent to go to to ask questions. And I remember being younger and I think 
um, for the little bit of patience that I do have and for the understanding that I do have. When I was growing up, I did not like the church that we went to simply because it seemed like we would go in there at eight in the morning and we wouldn't get out until eight at night. I'm exaggerating, but that's what it seemed like. Love going over to my grandma's house so I wouldn't have to go. And I would ask my dad. He would say no. And then I would go ask my mom. And then I would go back to my dad and say, mom said, yeah. Or vice versa. Mom said, no, I would go to my dad. And so I just thank God that, you know, that they told me no. Sometimes, but that I'm thankful for the times that they told me no and had me sit through church because that's what I needed. Um, Because we also need to be, as Tony mentioned earlier, good at handling rejection. I was listening to to a story on the origins of KFC. I'm I'm sure we know what restaurant that is because it's tasty chicken. Um, But Colonel Sanders, the guy that you see on the logo, he got rejected 1,009 times um, before someone finally accepted his chicken recipe. And this was back in the late 1800s. You know, it's not like today where we can just call somebody or and go drive to from restaurant to restaurant. No, he had to walk. So just imagine being told no 1,009 times before someone finally accepted it. And then someone said yes. And we see that story. We, we know how that ended. It's still around over 100 years later. That uh, what is chicken, the famous chicken. So if we can have that same dedication towards learning who God is, we'll all be fine. And that's all I have to add. Um, We don't have any more comments. So I do thank you. Uh, David and Casey left the comment and he says, anybody, I'm not sure point that was a response to, but thank you both for the comments. And again, we encourage you guys to ask questions, show up to our Zoom Bible studies, ask questions there, or even just ask questions to our inboxes. Uh, We appreciate the questions because most people don't care enough to ask to ask because of what they they may feel like, man, I should know this. Um, I don't want them thinking a certain type of way of me, but don't worry about any of that. Just just ask because um, as in the scripture it says, ask and you shall receive. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So that's all that I have. I do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. It's always a good message. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your current is looking like. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And we'll see you guys the next time if it be the Lord's will. Thank you once again. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. 
There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.